0: Thank you and welcome to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan.
1: And I'm Monica Braz.
0: Monica is the Director of Marketing and Strategic Initiatives with BBB Serving Western Ontario. And you know, Monica, sometimes it seems the marketplace is like a swampy bog. You have to be really careful where you step or you'll get sucked in.
1: That's why it's always good practice to check out the businesses you're dealing with by searching the BBB directory. It's important as well to be aware of the scams and frauds that are taking place. On the final portion of this morning's program, we'll talk about fraud prevention.
0: And we're talking about cars here this morning, scratches, dents, fender benders, and collisions. What to expect when you want to return that car to its original shape with our guests, Michael Minogue and Jill Zopanzik of CarStar East and West in London.
1: That takes care of the exterior. Right now, we want to talk about things car owners are asking as spring arrives. And the person to answer those questions is Mark Whitlocks of Whitlocks Automotive. Welcome to Ask BBB, Mark.
2: Hey, thanks for having me, guys.
1: So, Mark, you know, what are some of the issues we should really attend to with our vehicles in the spring, especially if you think about, you know, a lot of us are maybe having reduced use of our car actually as a consequence of the pandemic?
2: What's happening now with vehicles that are. um, sitting still uh, more so than uh, being used, is uh, we're getting rust buildup on our brakes, we're getting uh, batteries that will uh, basically go uh, stagnant uh, because lack of activity. Um, unfortunately, we're gonna get our little tiny furry friends that are gonna find their way inside the vehicle because it's been sitting there for you know so long that um, the chipmunks and the uh, the mice and, and whatnot will definitely make their way in there if they're in and around your home or where you park your vehicle. So, bunch of stuff to really kind of think about that you might not have thought about before.
0: Mark, maybe some people have taken advantage of this uh, time and, and thought, well, it's a good time to get a new vehicle. How long do you need to take the car to the dealership before we can start taking it uh, to have it serviced by an independent auto shop like uh, like Whitlock's?
2: Well, honestly, uh, Jim, we've always recommended the first visit um, to go back to the, to the dealership because they do have some sort of You know, everybody's got a little bit of a different checklist um, that they would like to go over after you put a few kilometres on it. Um, Again, some dealers will also include a service package, uh, oil changes and and such uh, at no charge for a period of time. And we've always encouraged um, the consumer to go back and take advantage of that. Um, But if there's no service package uh, that's included when you purchase the vehicle, um, you do not have to go back to the dealership for any of your services. Um, You can go to any um, uh, repair facility, licensed, um, like uh, all of them are uh, warranty approved uh, service and repair centres. So you just follow along what the guidelines are, um, you know, for each individual vehicle and manufacturer. They're a little bit different. Uh, Follow the guidelines as to your service intervals and the mechanic that you've always used prior to buying your new car will be able to go along with that. Uh, You can look it up yourself. Most times they're available. Um, in the glove box, but uh, a lot, you know, in the little booklets. But uh, a lot of manufacturers have switched to online. So if you go online uh, with your particular brand, um, a vehicle, uh, you can plug in, you know, when your services are supposed to be done, and it'll sort of show, um, you know, give you give you some timelines. But um, straight out of the gate, you can go to any um, Minute Lube for an oil change, or go to your local repair facility like ours. Um, for your oil changes and tire rotations right from the get-go, right from brand new.
1: So Mark, you know, you were just talking about a variety of different, um, you know, models of cars. How do Mm -hmm. you and your staff stay current with all of the makes so that you can maintain, you know, all of these services?
2: Well, thankfully, um, our software package uh, that we subscribe to um, is current, there's some manufacturers that do have proprietary information. Uh, the information they keep, it's 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 less used in the uh, general uh, repair faci- like facilities. Uh, I mean, the consumer again can look up their their own vehicle um, online with their manufacturer, find out what their service schedule is. Um, we have the same thing. Ours is a little bit more detailed, uh, of course, but uh, we have the same thing. We just plug the vehicle information in, and it gives us. All the specs. It gives us all the fluids, all the, you know, all the timelines. That, you know, all the all the values that we need for testing, repairing,
0: and servicing. You've mentioned the the schedule a couple of times, Mark. How important is it to adhere to that uh, maintenance schedule that the manufacturer puts out to maintain the warranty of the vehicle? Well,
2: when it's under warranty, you have to ma- you have to follow that strictly. The the replacement. And the and the service timelines you want to follow that by the you know by the book. Um, in fact, you know with your oil changes or or tune ups and and with some of the fluid changes, the like transmissions and differentials and such, it's it's totally fine to be proactive. There's nothing wrong with doing it a little bit early. An ounce of prevention, you know, is worth a pound of cure, as they say. The uh, the whole certain services when they're recommended or inspections um, you'll you'll find that the dealerships will charge for like a, a level one, level two, level three, ABC sort of inspections where they put them together. Um, and I'm, this is just you know I don't say singing our own praises, but by our sort of inspection process, we combine that every single time a vehicle comes in for even just a basic, you know, oil change. Our guys go through uh, a ton of um, little checks along the way because, you know, again, you, you want to kind of catch things in advance. You want to let people know, you know, if there's anything happening so that you can keep an eye on it. The consistency is a really important thing. Um, so, if you're going to a facility for your oil changes, and I would recommend going to the license guys as many times as you possibly can, because they're going to keep that um, history and they're going to keep you up to date every time the vehicle comes in for service and a reminder and say, remember, you know, six months ago, we said we were looking at this. Well, now it's really kind of, it's time to do something about it or it needs to be done before the winter time. I mean, if you have to get an oil change because your regular mechanic um, isn't available and you slip off to, you know, one of the quick loops, we would rather that than see you go, you know, two 3000 kilometers over uh, the recommended intervals, like get your oil change, but, you know, come in for a quick general inspection, um, you know, if you've had to do that, if you're concerned about uh, just sort of making sure where the status is on your vehicle.
1: Uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the new technology with cars so you know news reports about tiger woods recent car crash said that they were looking at information in the vehicle's black box is that something that most new vehicles have
2: well there are some vehicles that definitely have specific modules that you'd be surprised i mean there's uh, a few manufacturers that have upwards of 200 different computers actually in the vehicle and now they're not the computers that we would think of the big ones um, because each individual system has a module and technically that module collects data um, and that's you know can be deemed a, essentially a computer for that particular system um, and for the data that would have been um, stored in in that make and model but there are vehicles that definitely do have um, you know information stored in specific um, computers. It's much like um, a snapshot when a vehicle has a stored fault code. The computer stores the code, but it also stores um, a lot of the information that's pertinent to that particular code in the same um, freeze frame data. So, You know much like that the black box is going to contain that
0: same bit of information well mark when it comes to cars we could probably talk for hours when you're with us and we want to thank you very much for taking time to join us here on ask bbb this morning
2: anytime guys thanks very much for uh, letting me on again.
0: mark whitlocks is the owner of whitlocks automotive an accredited business with the better business bureau with an a plus rating whitlocks automotive has been displaying the bbb seal since 1987.
1: next A Crash Course on Collision Repair.
0: Monica Braz, Director of Marketing and Strategic Initiatives with BBB is our co-host and I'm Jim Swan.
1: Parking lot scratches and dents, drive-through scrapes and unfortunate fender benders are all things that we hope to avoid. Our next guest, however, deals with them every day. Michael Minogue is co-owner of CarStar London East and CarStar London West in London and is the General Manager of the West Facility. And Jill... Zupanzik is the office administrator at CarStar London West. Thanks for joining us, Michael and Jill.
3: How are you guys doing today? And thank you for having us.
1: So Michael and Jill, it's great to have you guys on the show. You know, let's talk a little bit about vehicles. if my vehicle is damaged in a collision and covered by my insurance policy, um, sometimes people ask, do I have to take it to the shop? The insurance company recommends um, using a body shop. Your insurance recommends definitely helps ensure you are going to uh, a credible repair facility with proper equipment and certifications to repair your vehicle.
0: Do you need to have three estimates to satisfy the insurance?
1: Um, I don't think it's necessary as long as you go to a shop that the insurance recommends. Okay, so let's talk about a little bit about how that process goes. You know, do body shops charge for estimates when you take your car in for them to take a look at? Some body shops uh, do charge for estimates. However, at Carstar London East and West, we do not charge for estimates.
0: What would we look for what would we see in that estimate when we take the car in
1: um the body shop will write an estimate based on the damage that they can see uh, and then once the vehicle is brought in for repairs if there's any hidden damages um, that will be added in the detail of the estimate okay and so let's talk a little bit about you know some of um, those details that would be included Um, You know, is really an estimate just a quote for the service? You know, how close will that estimate really be to the final costs? And when we're looking at estimates, like how much detail should really be included in that
3: document? The estimate will have a full breakdown of any damaged parts that may be required for repairs. Uh, There is no rule how close the estimate has to be to the final cost. Initial estimates obviously are based solely on the damage visible to the eye. And an estimate can be subject to t- change if some additional damages are found.
0: How how standard are the um, estimates across the the industry, Michael and Jill? Um, are are there are there standardized um, and certain costs that insurance companies accept?
3: Yes, um, most of the standardization comes generally from the two estimating softwares that we use, uh, both of which are Auditex and Mitchell. They have detailed listings of everything throughout.
1: So they shouldn't be large variances then if you're comparing estimates. So let's talk a little bit about changes in materials that are used in construction of auto body parts. How have those changes affected auto body repair?
3: They have affected us greatly. Um, Different equipment is constantly being required with new vehicle types as well as constructions. Uh, Training is always trying to stay on top of it. And there's new things such as OE certification, Certifications, which help keep us up to speed with all the new vehicles on the road.
0: Is there a difference in replacement parts that an auto body shop uh, will use? And do you get a choice between uh, brand or off-brand or recycled parts uh, when it comes to the to, to the repair?
3: Uh, Yes, parts can um, vary greatly. Uh, There is parts such as OEM, which are direct from the manufacturer. There is things like used parts, which will come from your local auto recycler. And there is also parts that are generalized as aftermarket, which come from companies such as Keystone.
1: Is it reasonable then to expect a warranty or a guarantee on auto body repairs?
3: Usually, the if you go to the body shop that your insurance company has recommended, they will offer some sort of warranty. Uh, and luckily enough, if you come to Carster London East or West, we offer a lifetime warranty on all of our collision repairs for as long as you own the vehicle.
0: Are people sometimes surprised at the cost of a repair when it seems like it's just a simple little dent, but that it involves... Uh, parts of the car that we just don't understand.
3: Yes, very much so. Especially when getting involved in these new vehicles with all the computer technology that's used, um, there's that's where the estimate will come in handy. We'll be able to break everything down for you. That way, you can get, get a better understanding and kind of see same things on the same level as us.
0: We talk. We're talking about the appearance of the vehicle. Uh, hopefully, when it comes back, it uh, looks like new. But when we go into a body shop, what? does the appearance of the auto body shop tell us about the work that's going to be done and and the people that are going to do it?
3: Uh, Having a very warm and welcoming atmosphere and a professional appearance is extremely important to us in the auto body industry. We want to set a great example for our customers and our insurance partners.
1: Okay, and let's talk a little bit about qualifications. What sorts of qualifications are required to become an auto body repair technician?
3: Um, So the big thing, you will have to have your high school diploma. From there, you can uh, get registered as an apprentice at a trades college. Uh, A trade uh, for an apprenticeship for auto body requires 8,000 hours of the apprenticeship, uh, 1,000 of which those hours you will actually be in class at your trade school.
0: If there are young people listening right now or thinking about becoming an auto body repair technician, are there different specialties within that uh, profession?
3: Very much so. It can differ from being an automotive painter to an auto body repair technician. There's, there's such different variations in the types of repairs that can be formed on vehicles, just like it comes with along with the OE certifications, different materials that you'll also have to work on.
1: Besides um, accreditation by the Better Business Bureau, are there other industry associations that indicate the auto body shop is meeting standards and certain protocols?
3: Yes, Uh, the biggest one for us right now is OEM certifications. Uh, We're audited annually by the OEM manufacturer and they help ensure that we are meeting all repair standards and protocols, um, especially like I said, with all this new technology and vehicles you, you can't take any shortcuts. You have to make sure you're doing everything 100% the way the manufacturer wants you to do it.
0: Well, Michael and Jill, this is the time of year that people pull the vehicle out and like to shine it up and have it looking its best. And it's probably the time when they see scratches and dents and maybe bringing the vehicle to one of your facilities. And we wanna thank you very much for taking time to join us here on Ask BBB this morning. Thank, thank you. you so
3: much. Yeah, we really appreciate the opportunity.
0: We've been talking with Michael Minogue and Jill Zipanczyk of Carstar London West in London. Carstar Collision and Glass Service is an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau. And you'll find more information when you look them up in the BBB directory.
1: March is Fraud Prevention Month in Canada. We'll be back in a moment with 10 tips to avoid scams.
0: Welcome back to the final portion of Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with co-host Monica Braz, who is the Director of Marketing and Strategic Initiatives with BBB Serving Western Ontario.
1: March is Fraud Prevention Month. BBBs across Canada have been drawing attention to prevention through social media and online events and seminars. We are near the end of the month and thought we would focus on 10 tips to avoid fraud.
0: And you can find more detailed information on each of these tips if you visit the bbb.org website. So as we go through the tips, you'll be either nodding your head saying, oh yeah, I knew that, or shaking your head saying, ooh, I didn't know that.
1: (laughs) So here are BBB's 10 tips to avoid fraud. Number one. Never send money via gift card or wire transfer to someone you have never met face-to-face. Number two, avoid clicking on links or opening attachments in unsolicited emails and texts. Number three, don't believe everything you see. Scammers are great at official seals, fonts, and other details in emails and letters. Number four, Double-check your online purchase is secure before checking out.
0: Okay, so how do you do that, Monica?
1: Well, look for the HTTPS in the URL at when you're going to go make a purchase. The extra S is for secure. And also a small lock icon on the address bar. Better yet, before shopping on the website, make certain you're on the site you intended to visit. So research the company first at bbb.org, and you can click from that official link of the company directly to their site.
0: Fraud prevention tip number five.
1: Number five is use extreme caution when dealing with anyone you've only met online.
0: Now this is where romance scams start, right?
1: Absolutely. Scammers use dating websites, social media, and other sites to reach their targets. They quickly make you feel like a friend or a romantic partner.
0: And that leads to number six on the list.
1: Never share personally identifiable information with someone who has contacted you unsolicited. And number seven, resist the temptation to act immediately. Don't be pushed to make a deal before you've thought it through and done some research. Number 8: use secure and traceable transactions.
0: Okay, can can we expand on that a little bit?
1: Sure. Do not pay by wire transfer, prepaid money cards, gift cards, or other non-traditional payment methods. Say no to cash-only deals, high-pressure sales tactics, high upfront payments, overpayments, and handshake deals without a contract. Take the time to read all the small print on the contract and make sure to understand what the terms really are.
0: And number nine.
1: Whenever possible, work with a local business. That's important for the local economy as well as for your fiscal safety.
0: And of course, check out the business in the bbb.org directory. And number 10.
1: Be cautious about what you share on social media. Connect with people you already know. Check the privacy settings on all social media and online accounts and update your passwords on a regular basis on all of your accounts. It may seem like a little bit of time to reset those passwords, but the amount of time, heartache and loss that it'll save you long term will be well worth those few extra moments to reset your passwords.
0: So there you are, BBB's 10 tips to avoid fraud. And we hope that uh, you're nodding your head a great deal saying I knew that for most of these.
1: And as we wrap up this morning, a reminder of our monthly power chats with professionals who provide service to businesses and to individuals. The most recent was a conversation with the Canadian Anti-Fraud Center where we spoke about scams that affect businesses and how to protect your business, as well as how to support your employees so that they are aware of the scams that could potentially be directed to them while they are at work. The webinar is available on our YouTube channel for you to listen to and also share with your employees.
0: And you can contact us anytime on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at O N T. And if you have a question or a guest suggestion, do tweet us at hashtag AskBBB. Thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jim Swan.
1: And I'm Monica Brice.
0: Remember, ask BBB,
1: And start with trust.